To all my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders, welcome to Sports Talk with Coach and Kirk, episode 128. We back in the building, man, each and every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on all the popular platforms you get your podcast from. I am your host, Coach Davis, alongside Coach Kirk. We are the Misfits of the Airways, bringing you the podcast that keeps the water coolers pumping and the barbershop jumping with hot takes and NBA fast breaks. Coach Kirk, what's going on, Eddie? Good brother, how you doing? Hey, man. I'm doing well. Excited about another week of football, even in the myriad of injuries. And ups and downs and topsy turvies that we've dealt with. It's a, it's been a, it's been an overall pretty good week of football as we're getting closer and closer to NFL playoffs and college football playoffs and the craziness that has ensued with FSU being left out and Alabama being included. So overall, good week. And then, of course, the play-in tournament and uh, the in-season tournament in the NBA has been pleasantly surprising for people. And Uh uh, I think more people are happy with what they're seeing as a product, even though if I see another bowling ball uh, basketball court again, (laughs) it would be too soon. That's a good analogy. That's definitely what it looks like. Yes. To a degree, it looks like a bowling ball. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. Look like a bowling ball uh, alley versus yeah. uh, versus actual NBA court. But yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, let's get, let's get right into it. Let's talk about yeah. the NBA in season tournament. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've had our criticisms of it. We've had we talked about it in in, uh, in depth uh, as it was announced, all the way leading up to the actual event. So we also have uh, watched it in its entirety. You know how it's been going thus far, and. Um, you know, we're going to get, since we're wrapping it up this week, I think the championship game is this week, if I'm not mistaken. I know the Lakers play the Suns tonight in their sem- quarterfinal game. Um, yep. The semifinals will be this weekend. So, uh, yeah, so uh, let's talk about it. Let's give our thoughts, our takeaways, and maybe give even give us some predictions on how we feel like the particular tournament is going to shake out. Yep. So uh, starting off, I guess you can say, with the tournament itself, uh, you know, and here's the bracket. Um, like I said, the Lakers and the Suns play tonight at 10. Uh, and the Bucks and the uh, but the Knicks are playing right now. Ironically, um, the Pacers ironically beat the uh, beat the Celtics last night, and yep. Tyrese Halliburton went nuclear and beat them. Yes, and, then the King, and the Kings end up losing to the Pelicans. Yeah. So, uh, so two unsuspecting teams coming out uh, the East and West already already in the semifinals in Vegas, and we got two more to go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, overall, you know, let's start with you. Talk about the actual tournament itself. What are your thoughts about it? You know, what are your takeaways from it? You know, did the NBA land uh, their plane as far as, you know, what they wanted to do with this? Uh, did they miss their mark? You know, what are your thoughts when it comes down to this particular uh, segment in the tournament so far? So I'll start from a marketing perspective. Uh, I'm going to give them an A because what this tournament is doing is allowing what you would call your smaller market teams to get some notoriety notoriety right so you have indiana uh you have new orleans you have sacramento these are your smaller market teams that in theory all things being told would probably not see as much um prime time as much main market uh main market awareness that they're getting right now but they are And so from marketing to have these smaller market teams, uh, these more niche audiences going for, quote unquote, a championship is good. 
right? Because now we're getting to see players that we may not have seen and you're getting eyes on some great talent. So from a marketing perspective, I give them an A. Um, I will say that when looking at some of these teams, do I think that if this was the actual NBA playoffs, could some of these teams beat the teams that they beat in a multiple game series? Mm, I don't know. But right now, it's a good, it's a good, uh, what can I say? It's a good recharge right now because one of the things that we said was, will people, will teams take this seriously, right? Psychologically, they did a great job too because we have seen teams elevate their competitive fire in this tournament. I think it's it's done something for bragging rights, right? And it's made teams actually, to me, play play more competitive against each other because I think it's something as athletes, you know, when it comes to a title, when it comes to championships, if you've played many years, it's so, it's that inherent, there's something on the line, right? There's something that you can walk away with. And this being the first ever, if they never do it again, you, the team that wins it overall can always say we was the first one to win an in-season tournament, first ever. And, you know, in the words of uh, in the words of Ricky Bobby, if you ain't first, you're last. And so with that being the case, uh, I'm going to give it another A because we've seen teams be competitive. We've seen teams give their all. Uh, I will say I probably have seen less defense in this tournament. Uh, and that's saying something, but I've seen less defense. So on those two instances, I will give them an A. Here's the here's the con. The 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 if I had something to critique, here's the critique. I think they are going to want to look at restructuring what's important from reports and from things that I've you know watching players, watching coaches. Uh, talk about this. The one thing is it also goes against what's inherently a gentleman's um, gentleman's respect when it comes to the game, which is running up the score just to run up the score. That's normally something as an athlete you have been taught, even as coaching, you're shunned away from doing is that when you get control of the game, there's a let me not run up the score and let me be respectful to my opponent. We got the game in hand. We're up by 20. We're up by 25. There's no reason to keep our foot on the gas. Right. And that's normally when you've seen, let's get the other players in and let them play. Well, being that point differential is so important. You've seen teams actually continue to score. You've seen teams because the seeding is based, one of the things, the seeding is based off points and the points differential. You've seen teams up by 20, 25, keep their starters in and keep scoring. And that goes against what has been, again, the respectful, uh, respecting the game that you're playing and respecting your opponent. And so from watching and listening, it's, it's caused tension and, a co and conflict with players and coaches because on one hand, they don't want to keep scoring. But on the other hand, they know how important it is to beat a team by 30, 35, 40, score as much as you can. So they've had to, to, to 
they've had to figure that out. And I think that's something that the competition committee is probably going to hear, you know, from teams and probably going to address a different way to see teams uh, when it comes down to that. But overall, even with that being considered, I would give this overall not going to give it an A plus. I'm going to give it an A uh, because it's been good basketball. And again, I really do like again. On a given night, we've seen Indiana beat Boston, right? We saw the Pelicans beat the Kings. Uh, depending on what happens with these other two games, you could see a preview of what could be, which is a Milwaukee Lakers uh, NBA Finals. That's something that is possible. And so uh, I'm here for it, and uh, it's been good basketball. What's your thoughts? Well, I'm here for the real finals being Milwaukee and Lakers. I'm here for that. At least the Lakers are being, you know, you know me. You know, right. I'm not shy. I'm not shy about my fandom. But right. Um, overall, I mean, I, I still, I'm still on the fence about it being a viable uh, solution. Now, right. I will say, I will hold my final take on it based upon what the ratings look like over the weekend. Because okay. when you get to the semifinals and the finals. And the people were actually tuning in. And this is, you also have to look at it from this perspective. This is un, I guess you can say, un, uh, this is non-competitive sports at this moment because there's no college. Right. You know, there's, no, there's nothing to compete for your attention in this, in this regard. I think they did that on purpose. They yeah. knew that at this point in time, there will be no football games, NFL or college on, on TV on Friday and Saturday. So it gives you a reason to, if you're in the house yeah. or at a bar, whatever the case may be, to watch the uh the event so i'm going to see what the ratings and the anticipation and the shares look like in regards to how they uh people are actually tuned into the actual uh you know money games the single elimination you know mm -hmm. cause, but because I, I think that you know although they had you know quote unquote playing you know playing games throughout the season they right. were just regular season games that were made to be in season in season tournament games so right you know you were going to play on tuesday night regardless Right. It just so happens that it counted for something different than a normal regular season game. Yeah. So, you know, but I, I do believe that the competitiveness to a degree for the in-season games to, to a point, uh, people were, you know, more, more, more locked in from a player perspective. I do. I will give them that. Mm -hmm. I will give them, I will give them that and say that they definitely have, uh, you know, you know, you know, kind of piques guys interest. Because I did read the other day that I thought it was. I thought it was just a half a million dollars in total, you know, to the winning team. No, each player gets a half a million dollars. Hey, that's that, a nice. That's a that's a nice amount of. That's a couple stacks in the kitty. It is. It is, especially for those guys that aren't you know top ten, top tier players on your team. You right. know, having dollars can go a long way, especially around Christmas time, right? Even oh, after taxes. If, if you're on a ten day contract, especially <laughs> and you, well, yeah. you fall in that ten day to get paid being on right. the team, or just if you're the tenth, eighth, tenth guy on the bench, you're not making the top dollar. So you know that yeah. million dollars can go a long way. Yeah. So you know that 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 that, that implies incentive, but. My overarching issue with this particular tournament is this: is that is it it is very, it's very um, what's the word I want to look for? It's uh, it's empty calories. Mm. It's empty calories because okay. you know, in my mind, in my in my perspective, looking from a sports perspective, and I actually heard Carmelo Anthony talk about this earlier. Uh, they, it, it's not going to hold a lot of weight in the annals of recognition at the end of the day for me. Okay, like. You know, it's nice to say I want to see the tournament. I say I got half a million dollars, and I think more dudes are more so playing for the money than the actual recognition of the trophy itself. Because I mean, yeah. you get a you get a trophy. The team gets a trophy, but what do you actually get as as recognition? Say you want it, right? Outside of the money, right? Not much. On top of the fact that again, it's not it's, it doesn't hold any candle to the Larry O'Brien trophy, right? 
You know, oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, let's it be real. When, we, when June hits and we crown a new champion, nobody's going to remember what an in-season champion was. I mean, let's just be honest. No. You know, so, I mean, I get the NBA, what they're doing. They're trying to get engagement, uh, you know, when it's a lulls and viewership is down for them because they're competing with college football. And and, and, and it's really at the thick of college football season when the NBA is going on. And they right. have more games scattered throughout the week than the NFL does to a degree. So, I mean, you got Colorado playing on Friday nights. You got the, the Washington game on a Friday night. You got things going on where people are d- distracted from the idea of, of playing, watching basketball, you know, right. on any given night, even in the wintertime when it's cold. Right. So I think that they, you know, from a level of games, they, they tried. I'm not sure if they succeeded. Again, it will just be really uh, indicative of what the numbers look like for the championship and the semifinal championship games, how they uh, matter. Because, I mean, it's a Tuesday night. Right now, so how many people are watching the Celtics? Not the Celtics, but the Bucks game right now. How many people want to watch the Lakers game in ten? You know, I mean, that, and that's the quarterfinals. The semifinals on Friday, and the uh, championships on uh, on a Sunday. It looks like it's a Sunday actually. When is the ninth? The ninth is actually Saturday. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it's Thursday and Saturday. Thursday and Saturday is when it, is when the games uh, will will wrap up. So yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, again, you know, if I'm a player, you know, I'm more concerned about you know, you know, getting our team. In, in the mix of, of the idea of playing for a championship versus the in-season title. Right. But, you know, I mean, again, I'm not going not going to, you know, I'm not going to uh, scoff at a half a million dollars either. No. So, you know, if we make I'm, it and, we, and, and it's, a, it's a building block for our team, then fine. Because I do believe that uh, the Lakers and the Bucks can truly benefit from this, you know, from a healthy and, and chemistry perspective. Because I think that they were both hit with injury and chemistry issues early. Right. So them playing in this and kind of building – uh, chemistry and having extremely competitive games will help them. Um, but I was shocked to see the Celtics get out. So I ain't gonna lie. Right. I was uh, I was shocked to see that. I was also shocked to see the Kings get out by the Pelicans. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I hate to say this, but if Lakers, Lakers and Bucks advance, I think they got an easy road to the title. <laughs> I'm just yeah. gonna be real about it. Yeah. You know, because the Lakers are finally healthy. They're only missing Gabe Vincent at this point. Everybody's there, including Vanderbilt. So this is the best team we're going to be able to field at this moment in time to play the Suns tonight. And all things go well, you know, we we advance and we play the Pelicans. I'm pretty sure we can handle them. And then it'll be on us playing likely the Bucks in the, in the finals. But again, you know, unless Tyler just had a button says something to say about it, it ain't going to be the easy <laughs> win. But right. I do believe that it's, it's, a, it's a collision course on those particular fronts. And that would draw the numbers. I yeah. will say that. Yeah. That would draw the numbers. I will, I will say this too when you, when you look at it. Uh, I give them credit for being smart mm. of injecting this in the lull of football, yeah. right? Mm. So being that, like you said, all the college games play, you know, all the college, the major college games is done. Yep. have mm. concluded. Uh, they've basically been the, the championship for each division happening, but that's on a Saturday, you know, so you've, High school football has concluded, right? So you really have eyes that are looking for sports available. Yeah. And so that's been a good thing. So I give them credit on being smart to not fight. Yeah, you don't want to against, infringe on, yeah. on other things that are going to dominate yeah. uh, dominate people's attention. So yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. So for that matter, they did, they did plan it out strategically, but yet again, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, who is really going to care at, at the end of, you know, once it's all yeah. the, all the hoop lies died down. Who's going to really care who's the in-season tournament champion? I mean, let's yeah. be honest. If the I Lakers be... won, a, if the Lakers won the in-season tournament title and not the real title, I would be highly upset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would be I highly won't, upset. I'm going to be real interested to see how they 
leverage this right and mm -hmm. actually put some meat to people winning and i think you've talked about it before of how do you leverage you need more conference? incentive you need yeah, more, more incentive. incentive so does the eastern or western conference get home you yeah. know do all the teams get home uh home court advantage the teams that make the in-season tournament are they guaranteed first round of the playoffs if they make the 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 playoffs do they get a guaranteed you know home court advantage right. first round mm. something you know, again, it's never going to be perfect, but, no, I, but you got to have some incentive of dudes to really lock in outside of the money. money. Just throw money at yeah. them. I mean, yeah. you, they already can pay millions of dollars in most people's cases. So, major, yeah. more majority of leagues can pay over a million dollars a year. So, to have a million dollars is not going to, you know, it's tax money. Yeah. You know, for yeah. guys. So again, yeah. it's not gonna move the move the needle for them. I think they I think the Lakers especially are looking at this as as a team building exercise versus yeah. it being tune a, a a tune up versus yeah. it being something that you really want to strive for to win. Yeah. In, in a sense. So, yeah, I mean, again, it, it just depends. And again, I would add another layer as we wrap this up. Add another layer to what you can do is add an incentive. So they go back to the regular format with East and West for the All-Star game, right? Yeah. So the coaches will likely pick their teams, right? So make it so that whoever wins the tournament, the, the East Coast or the West Coast, depending on who wins the tournament, they get first pick. Yeah. And in that particular, uh, I guess you can say, uh, entity will play also play into the who wins the All-Star game. Who wins yeah. the All-Star game will ultimately have home court advantage in the, in the, in the finals. Yeah. So yeah. do it like that. And that would definitely add fuel to the fire because dude's going to want that home court. There it is. You know, so. Yeah. Man, but, you know, stuff. I don't get paid for the NBA, so. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see, wait but, to see. We'll, we'll wait to see what the numbers say and let the data yeah. drive us. So. Yeah. 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 Indeed. Indeed. So, yeah. Um. But, yeah. But moving forward, um, staying in with the NBA, uh, let's talk about uh, this little incident that happened between Ime Adoka and LeBron James. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Ime and LeBron uh, got into a little, uh, I guess you can say, uh, a little tiff. Yeah. When it comes a down little to squabble. Little, a little, little, squabble. Little, little verbal, a little verbal altercation yeah. when it comes down to yeah. uh, uh, them uh, playing the other night. The Rockets playing the Lakers, right? The they Lakers were talking to each other about Thanksgiving. As oh, they were. Said. <laughs> oh, they were. Oh, they were. Don't tell that lie. As, as uh, LeBron said, he was. He was. Uh, he was asking, he was being asked about how he enjoyed Thanksgiving and, uh, and how did Thanksgiving go. Don't tell that lie. Don't tell that lie. So, yeah, they, they got into a little verbal altercation. Um, you know, and it's funny, they were bringing up clips about how LeBron was uh, was was uh, giving, uh, he made a business when he was a player. So he felt right. like he still had some residual uh, a beef about that. But yeah. um, you know, but you know, Lakers were winning in 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 uh in a pretty uh convincing fashion at the at the moment mm -hmm. uh in the game. And uh Eme has some choice words to say about LeBron and him complaining about calls and this yeah. and the third, and and he has some choice, uh, you know, vulgar words to say to LeBron. Yeah, and LeBron yeah. has some choice yeah. words to say back, and then, ironically enough, which was funny to me. Funny thing about this whole or ordeal and this whole uh inter interaction was the fact that he did it right in front of the ref. Right in like, front of the ref. Right in front of the ref. The ref was standing right there, and they both was getting jawed back and forth. It yeah. right, it was like the ref was standing between them, and they were talking back and forth. And the moment something you know irregular or ill-advised got said, you know he's going to talk. He's going to he's going to tee y'all up. So yeah, yeah, one smart in that regard. Yeah, I think the ref was shocked. I think the ref was shocked. I think look at his face. You see his yeah. face on the screen. Like he looked like y'all really, y'all really going. Listen, y'all really talking to each other like this. Listen, I. We sometimes don't like to bring race into it mm. but i think this is a moment that if it would have been a referee with uh, more melanin okay he would have been able to filter that uh, this was jawing right, right. 
right. think he would have recognized like, oh, they 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 talking to each other right now. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. might have been a hey fellas, hey ho, right. ho, ho. Right. Now, what we're not gonna do is is <laughs> say this because right. I don't know if you saying that he is or oh, you yeah. talking about the whole team, but y'all know we we can't play like that. It's like right. where we from? We don't right. we don't play using that word. So hey hey, right. let's let's walk away. Because uh, if you if anybody goes back and watch the clip, uh, we we definitely can tell when the hey Frank, what are you <laughs> saying, buddy? Hit in, no. right? Because the ref kind of looked like, like, oh, whoa, like, what, right, whoa. right, like, right. God, what I'm, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and know, and Emir had a T, so he got tossed. Yeah, and LeBron people, got attacked. Some people were wondering why Eme got tossed. Right? He's like, what? Why he get tossed? and going back for it, but when you realize he already had a tech. Yep. So that second tech automatically. Automatic you know, ejection. So, and he yeah. was, the referee was very emphatic. He you was. Know, I, He's I like, felt like you I was watching, and you. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like I was watching a Wild and Out episode when he was like, you get out of here. <laughs> You're you out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. I, so, I mean, overall, like, you know, I, I'll give my opinion on it. I'll let you go as far as, you know, the, the, the idea or the, the, you know, I guess you can say the, the controversy around a, a player and a coach getting into it. Right. Um, you know, again, you have to. I mean, personally, I didn't mind it. You know, but I mean, I I, I know that if I'm LeBron, business. huh? Yeah, it's good for business. If I'm LeBron, I I, I ain't gonna lie. I might have said a little more. You know, oh, I I'd have said a little more to email than what LeBron said. I'm gonna be real about it. Now I get it. LeBron is is highly you know calculated, and he knows that. Everything he does and says is scrutinized, right? Now you know yeah. he got, you know he's he's been living, you know, you know, I guess you can say, uh, positive and, and worry free for the, in the league all this time in twenty one years, and now he got his his man in, in the news about betting. So he was like, I can't add to it, so I can't say what I want to say, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a try to keep it PC enough, let him know that I'm not, I, I don't play like that. Yeah, you know, from LeBron's yeah. perspective, now he made he made it seem like he was a little bit sensitive. You know, what I mean, I think he was a little bit. You know, he he gave me that because I talked about this, you know, a few weeks ago about how I, I've I come to understand the realization that people that, that don't like LeBron only hate, like dislike him because of his greatness. Like yeah. you, you just you just hate him because he's been this good for this long. Yeah. You know, and again, that's that's your that's your pride. That's up to you. That's how you feel about life. Right. You know, I mean, again, I, I got I got better things to worry about than other people's greatness. I'm working on my own greatness. I ain't got no time to be hating on nobody else's. But right. I digress. Regardless of the case. I think that Eme was take, was taking it back and taking things a little to the little to the chest when it came down his team losing, you know, and, and LeBron. I don't know those residuals of him, you know, Flashbacks LeBron did, again, dog you know, walked on the court. Yeah, Dad and remember LeBron, he, and he's been a coach for a good while, and LeBron yeah. has been in his life for for his playing career and his whole coach career, and he's been in his way in a lot yeah. of cases. In San, when he was in San Antonio, <laughs> playing and coaching, you know, Boston, he's been in his way. Will so you just retire, right? Right, <laughs> right. That's what it is. Just retire, scream from the peanut gallery. Shout yeah. out to Jay Z. So, yeah, so I think it just might be one of those things, you know. Because I mean, yeah. again, you know, because I mean, those words uttered in a different place that could go differently. Oh, yes, sir. You know, so I, I think, I think he was a little bit in his feelings to be honest with you. But yet yeah. again, I don't think it's the first time or the last time a coach has said something crazy to a player. So, you know, I mean, again, as long as it don't come to the point where somebody get their uh. 
Because it's not going to end well for a coach. Let's be real. You got yeah. a you got a tip top athlete. You draw on that. Let's ask. Let, yeah. Let's ask. Let's ask uh, Don Nelson how how you, how it was the mouth off to a player. What happened to him? Yeah. You know you don't yeah. you know tip top athletes. You don't want mouth off to Stephen Jackson and and Latrell Sprewell and 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 Mark Matt Barnes and and guys like that. You just don't want to mouth off to those guys. It won't end well for you. Yeah. So true. true. So yet again, I I don't know. I don't know what Eme was thinking. You know, but. You know, because I, I again, it, it could have gone, it could have got bad for him, but luckily, it could have went left real quick. It, and I think the referee understood that. You know, I'm gonna save you from yourself and get you out of here. Yeah, for me personally, yeah. but yeah, that's that's my thing. You know, again, I, I could I could take it to a whole another level when it comes to what could have happened if I was in that situation. But you know, I think LeBron handled it the best he could. But again, he let him know that we're not going to tolerate that you the disrespect. I think that's right. where it ended up for me. How right. about you? Hey, listen, uh, if anybody knows. That's uh, the word that was used. If you say which and change out the W with a B, uh, it, it's a phrase that it don't matter if you talking uh, at me, to me, about me, around me. You know, for some people, you can say certain things to certain people. And hey, listen, for other people, everybody got their trigger. Everybody word. don't play like that. And hey. LeBron is a person that that word is a trigger. Right. Hey. I, uh if anybody's ever seen LeBron walking out, uh, if anybody's seen one of the things between him and I want to say Draymond is when the when that word is used, right? That's mm -hmm. one of them. Like, hold on, uh, I don't care if you're saying the 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 you know y'all stop acting like uh, that's too close, right? Uh, if you are insinuating mm -hmm. that we're acting like we is me, and so if you say we, you talk about me. And I'm going to uh, run up to you and get a little closer and ask you who you talking to. Right. I agree. And I heard a funny statement that was said by uh, Shannon Sharp. Right. He said, when uh, when they go low, I don't go high. I, I go, go lower the than them. I go, right. to the I go to the yeah. basement. And if they I want might to go, go to lower, hell, I go to hell. I might right? go to hell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he said. He also said, he's like, all right, you acting like you acting like head, all, all head, head, no head, no ass. ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I totally agree. Right. Uh, um, and so that's one of those things. You just again, you just you have to be weary when you're saying certain phrases. And there are certain things that especially as a coach. Now, if you on the if you're in the arena, if you are actually a player on the court you might get some leeway, right? Because you are in the field of battle. But, like, hold on, Slim. What I'm not going to do is let no damn coach who, not mm. only are you a coach, I get, you You know I gave you the I business. Gave you I gave you the business you on back wax. The Right. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And listen, I agree with this phrase that was said. Like, oh, you calling me that? Well, I understand why you upset because what you was doing with one is why you're not in a relationship no more. Uh, how about that? You know what I'm saying? How about so, that? Yep. Yep. That's exactly Pete Jones. He fumbled me along because he was acting and, and messing around with one. So that's mm. one of them like, mm. okay, okay, mm. Slim, you say this to me. Well, we know why you're not in uh, Boston anymore. Oh, it, could, get, it, could, it could get ugly. It could get ugly. Do you right? really want to go there? That's that's hey, the question. What, see, what was the, see, the problem with this whole situation is this: <laughs> is that I can fire at you like that, dare you to do something which you likely not going to do because, like I said in the earlier in the segment, it won't end well for you. Number one, right. two, what's going to end up happening is I'm not only going to 
do you dirty. I'm going to mess around, go out and give you team 50. So yes. do you really want to poke the bear? So I yeah. think that that's easy. People have understood. Because that's the same thing we have with a little LeBron and, and Draymond. Draymond pissed LeBron off, and guess what happened? You yeah. know, all of a sudden, they, they, the tide turned, and he went nuclear, right? Yeah. So you, do you really want to piss this guy off and have him go nuclear on your basketball team? I don't think so. So what, that's just me. At what point in the game did it happen? It was like the fourth quarter, I think. Okay. Uh, it was it was late. I mean, we were up, you know, and and it, it was it was it was in hand. And I think you know, you know, a few months later, I think the starters might even came out. But yeah. regardless, you know, again, it was it was late. They, they were down, and he was frustrated. So I, you're, that's I, different. You're ahead of I, team in the game. You're ahead yeah. of team in the game. So you already know he if you get a team in the game as a coach, you already know you you pissed off. Yeah, you already know yeah. you pissed off. Yeah, and so listen, uh, I'll wrap up by saying this again. I, I think there's a part of what I'm not going to do right especially as a as a as a black man it's one mm-hmm. of them what i'm not going to do is let no coach come sideways and say this and think you about to get away Listen, with it right you gotta, you gotta set the precedence bro because if he do it yeah. guess what other people want to start to now, all, do now any you know now now you you see a coach and it's like you squinting are you thinking about saying it to like no nah, sometimes Sometimes you have to do things to make sure the next person you got to send a message and you got to say some things to make uh, his kids kids say, damn. Right. Right. And so that is that that is what, you know, what could have went, what could have happened and what could have went left. I mean, it's it's funny, but I think really it's you, 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 you in your feelings because you're getting dog walked and you just tired. You know what? This is 20, 20 years. It this built up, you know. At some point, years, twenty-one years of build-up frustration. <laughs> yeah, and at some at some point, you like, damn man, can you not? And who knows? Maybe, Le, maybe LeBron ran by and said and said some slick. You know, uh, like why you keep looking at me? If you'd have looked the right way, you wouldn't have. Uh, you wouldn't have. Uh, you wouldn't be by yourself right now. Oh, or maybe he yeah. made a movie reference. Oh, or something yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. Uh, I see you done fumbled the bag in two ways. You know what I mean? Ooh, ooh, you, know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it could have been. It could have been anything yeah. spicy. It could have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so, you know, we don't know what was said prior to that, but we know what was said at the moment, so. You know and, what could have really been bad? It's uh-oh. like, why are you getting mad at me? Just because your son buys my jersey and not yours. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Like you upset because your daddy thinks I'm more of a you. Your son thinks I'm more of a, a dad to him than you are. Imagine, I mean, you. listen. I know it's a pride <laughs> thing, and I know I know we're supposed to be more more involved in that in in this day and age. That's what the that's what they say, right? But I'm imagine, not that involved. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, so you are you are a former NBA player. You're now an NBA coach, right? And then. Right. You look at this dude, and you're you have you have the you have a son or even a daughter if she's in the sports, right? Yeah, you know, and she tells you, you know, this dude who you who you loathe, right? <laughs> I'm gonna use loathe as a nice word. Who you loathe to say that's my favorite player, or daddy, can you buy me a jersey? This and the third. How do you feel as a father? Like that's just that's Listen. rough. That's a rough. It's, it's different when you don't play. Like I don't play basketball, so I'm a football right. player. So. I don't care if my son, you know, you know, whatever nephews, whoever say they like Giannis, they like you know, LeBron, they like Kobe, whoever. It don't matter to me. Right. But when you are in the thick of it and you're in the league and you worry the league, you played against this dude and you coaching against him now and you like, Ugh, listen, listen, I, I'm really going to end with this. Okay. I'm the type of ignorant that I'd have had the equipment guy go get a jersey on a timeout 
I would have signed it and said, hey, I know your son probably want an autograph copy. You can give him this. And then I would have turned around and be like, but you know what? You probably can't because you ain't seen him. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, make, I'll make sure I have my agent reach out to Nia and find out the address. To, you pay it too. You pay yeah. it. We gonna move uh, on. <laughs> you are petty. Petty Pendergrass. Yep. Petty Pendergrass. That is your day. That is your day, sir. Turn them off. <laughs> you are Petty Pendergrass for real. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Out of red by. Uh, come on and go with me. <laughs> <laughs> You tell you tell Nia to come on over to my house, baby. <laughs> Lord, you can't because you probably don't have a phone number no more. Oh, oh, see, are she you just... deleted the whole text thread. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shit gets real when the text thread gets deleted. Yeah, it really is. Listen, all, all your all your photos and IG get archived. You know how you know how to go. You know how to break up. Go the break up handbook is real. Either that or the picture got the black marker scribbled over. <laughs> or it just just blurred. Just blurred. Just blur you out. Flash in the front of the face. <laughs> You'll know who it is. Sheesh. It go from a hmm. thousand posts to ten. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. What happened to you on Instagram posts? Huh? Archive. 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 Okay. All right. Let's get this back on the road. <laughs> But yeah, right. I, again, you know, I'm I'm glad it you know it, it ended in text and anything then you know yeah, text yeah, and ejections yeah. versus you know anything else. But yeah, I, I would if I be me, I would I would uh, I would tread lightly, sir. Yeah, even from this picture, if you look, LeBron really got that like slim. Who you talking to? Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. it definitely is. You know, again, I mean, I just look at the dynamics of who LeBron is and who Emay is. I mean, come on now. I mean, yeah. I know you used to play it all that Emay, but come on, bro, you you know you little you little passion prime. Yeah, 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 you know, no, know, know who you fooling with. Know who yeah. you fooling with. That's all yeah. I'm saying. No, yeah. I'm saying. All right, all, all right. right. I, I apologize for being petty, Pete Jones. I apologize. Got so caught I, up for a second. I don't think she bad, bias <laughs> personally, but that's just me. Had flashbacks. Yes. <laughs> so let's keep on the NBA topic. Let's stay there and uh, let's talk about rising and falls in the NBA. Yep. Um, you know, we like I said the play in season tournament is going on, and that's that's uh wrapping up here this week, and um. But you know we can still kind of focus on exactly what's going on in the league and give updates and and things of that nature. So we're gonna talk about who's rising, who's falling in the standings. So, uh, starting off with the I believe the Eastern Conference we got to go up first here. Uh, so Boston's at the top. Ironically mm-hmm. enough, the Magic and the Bucks are tied right mm-hmm. now. The Magic might go up by one game because I think they were up ten the last time I looked against the uh, Knicks. Yeah, they're still up ten, one twenty five to one hundred five, and uh, oh twenty, excuse me, one twenty five to one hundred five in, in the fourth quarter with six minutes left. Mm. Uh, so I, I like to believe the Bucks are going to go ahead and go uh, go 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 ahead uh, and win that game. But yeah, um, so the Bucks are technically will be second at the moment. Imagine third. The 76ers are four. The Knicks are five. Pace is six. Um, so Heat and the Cavaliers, the Nets and the Hawks round out the the top ten of the, I guess you can say the Eastern Conference at the moment. Mm-hmm. So when it comes down to rising and fallers, you got, um, I would say that you know who's on the rise will be the top three. Uh, mm-hmm. Top three out of three out of five. The Knicks won a seven out of seven in the last ten. Uh, the Bucks eight and eight, eight and two in the last ten. The Magic mm-hmm. are nine and one, and the Boston Celtics are eight and two in their last ten. So um, in this particular stretch, um, a lot of people are you know are, are the bottom material really falling. Uh, really the Cavs even seventy three in their last ten. So that's that's a good riser. But 
Um, you know, from your perspective, what's your takeaways from the Eastern Conference? Um, you know, I guess we had week five or week five ish mm-hmm. of the season. So, what are your takeaways from this particular uh, set, and um, what does it tell you um, for what your projection could be going forward? Uh, so, I will say that the the teams that we expect are doing what they are supposed to do. Now, I am concerned with what has happened in the last 10 games with Philadelphia. Philadelphia at one time was 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 hotter than a, a spoon in a crack house. Mm. And right now they went cold, you know, ice cold. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm concerned with that four and six in the last 10. Uh, yeah, with they, them. They, they colder than the bed in the old folks home. Yeah, come on now. But, um, you know, we're seeing we're seeing a clear separation. Now, the one team that is really uh, establishing themselves and I'm really interested in can they sustain it is Orlando. Orlando, to me, is a clear riser and they've been up there, you know, two weeks back to back. Normally, I don't know if you want to say that we curse teams or we 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 get teams in a weird state. But when we identify teams, sometimes we come back the next week and everything changes. But I don't know what it is. I, I think I live my life right. I don't think I got a kind of juju power exactly. personally, but, you know. But Orlando has said, listen, we got enough magic. Whatever is happening, we can keep mm. it going. And they, as you see, uh, for anyone watching this, the last 10, they went 9-1. and one, And that's been sustainable for them. And so, to me, a clear riser is Orlando uh, again, Boston, Milwaukee, we expected them to be, you know, where they are. Philadelphia is still right there in the mix. New York, that's, you know, I, I had New York five to seven anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, the team that even though they've won one, uh, I am shocked with Brooklyn being where they are. I wouldn't say that they're falling, but to see them at nine, you know, I think they, they're they hitting a rough patch. But this is, at least this first half of the season, this has been a clear winner and loser. Because when you get below 10, you know, those teams, injury um, and just bad play. Detroit, I don't know what's happening with Detroit. I really thought that Detroit was going to be much better because of the young team. Uh, I believe the young man's name is uh, who's the who's the young man that's for Detroit? Uh, well, Cade Cunningham. Yeah, Cade Cunningham. Mm. I know he was what injured last year, and I thought he was going to come back and regalvanize that team. And listen, they've been on a seventeen-game losing streak. They've yeah. only played twenty games. I know two and eighteen. And they 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 they've lost. 17 of them exactly right so that that is you know if if this was football you would schedule detroit for your homecoming because uh, uh, you know yeah. you're about to get a dub yeah. on that one but yeah outside of that you know the clear risers uh i would only give that riser designation to orlando uh just because again we talked about this last week i didn't think we saw orlando in the top five Right, we thought they're going to be competitive, but top yeah. five, and then my faller again, I would say, uh, is Brooklyn right now because they're a little lower than I expected. But we talked about this some teams got better, and some teams didn't, and we're seeing that right now. 
Yeah, um, the East really, really gives me, uh, makes me nervous. I'm going to say it that way. They're really making me nervous because I really felt like, you know, again, again, it's it's still early. I think that once yeah. we hit that Christmas to January time frame, we can kind of, we really typically get, we get the feel of who's going to be uh, competitive and who's really going to be starting to hit their stride, right? So right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, what I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to take with a grain of, I'm going to take with a grain of salt. But what what what's troubling for me is that it seems that you know it's funny because we talk about you know uh, unexpected starts right and the Magic was one of those teams. Um, right. I, well, I think we gave praise to the Magic for being uh, you know being on uptick, but we didn't think that they were going to be this good this early, right? right? Right. And again, like you said, they won you know nine out of the last ten. Um, they just lost one their game their first game you know in in ten games in their last one. So. I, you know, I'm I'm I'm, very, I'm presently shocked by them. You know, right. but what's also troubling me is to your point to the, what the 76ers are doing, um, what the Bucks are doing. Like I really didn't think, like outside of the Celtics, I really didn't think the the Bucks and 76ers and the Knicks and the Pacers, not the Pacers, but the Heat would all have six plus losses by, by, at this point. I didn't try. I didn't. I didn't call that at True. this moment. So I, that that's really concerning for me. Um, it's no it's no clear cut standout. I really feel like. Most of these teams is, that are currently in the playoff picture right now can all beat each other in certain spaces. Yeah, like I've seen the Pacers go up against the Celtics and and be competitive. The Seventy Sixers go up against the Magic. You know they go back and forth. <laughs> you know the Knicks. So you know they'll mess around and win a game that you think there's going to be a blowout. You know then they'll get that turnaround and lose to the Bucks. So yep. you know <clears throat> it's it's just weird. There's no it's no clear cut uh, winner. You know literally per, per, a standout team outside of the Celtics right now. And again. And I always I express my concern about the Celtics and how they are really top heavy. Yeah. So you know what's what's going to happen with them. But yet again, you know if all things remain equal at this moment, I mean, although they're top heavy, they stay healthy. Guess what? They're going to be right there because other teams in that can compete with them are have their own woes. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at the Bucks having their own woes and things of that nature. You know, with Dame struggling and things of that nature. So I don't know. Um, you know, but because you know, again, I don't trust anything outside of the 76ers, Bucks, and the. Uh, Something to this moment, but you know, I've seen them lose games. I'm gonna expect them to lose. So yeah, that's why I say they make me nervous. Okay. Um, you know, in that stretch. So all things kind of, you know, balance themselves out as the season goes on and people stay healthy. But I'm just worried about the Eastern Conference. The Western Conference has way, way more, uh, I guess you can say, logistical, it makes more logistical sense than, than the East does at this moment. Because again, yeah. I there's no click on favorite. There's no yeah. click on favorite at this moment. I get it. We only in 20 games in. I do, I get that. You know, we still got 40 plus more to go, but 60 more to go. But you know, I'm just wondering what, who's going to start to separate themselves in the next, uh, you know, 20, 10 to 20 games. True. Yeah. All right. So flowing over to the Western Conference, um, the Timberwolves, ironically, are, it's a top at 15 and four. Uh, they won four straight, eight and two in the last 10. The Thunder, 13 and six. Um, they had another team. I think Magic and the Thunder were both our surprisers. Like we both had them literally being really good this year, but we didn't think they were going to be this good this early. Right. Um, you know, I'm very surprised by that. They're in the two seed right now. One of the winners of the last uh eight of the last ten as well. Um so slight faller here with the Nuggets. Uh they're yep. five and five of the last ten. Um mainly and Jamal Murray just got back, so that hopefully that started to balance out. I'm shocked at the yep. Kings being yep. only only being eleven to seven. Uh Phoenix can't seem to stay healthy at the moment, so they're twelve and eight. The Mavericks have kind of fizzled out a little bit because maybe they want a hot streak for a while. Mm-hmm. Um and the Lakers starting to get healthy at twelve and nine. So in the, in the Pelicans, Clippers, who, you know, they we, we don't know one way or the other where they're going to be night in and night out. I just don't know. And right. then the Rockets at 8-9. So, you know, what are your takeaways from this particular stretch, and how does this play for you in, in Rises and Fallers? 
Listen, uh, can I use completely shocked with yeah. uh, the top three? Yes. Because who in the world would have seen Minnesota and and OKC again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go back and listen, but if to you our remember, early... this was last year though. Remember the Jazz and 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 I want to say the Timberwolves were at top yep. last year, and we yep. were like they're gonna last, and they didn't. Yep. Yeah. But but Minnesota is uh, sustaining what what they have going on right now i don't know mm. what uh ae and cat uh did or addressed or stated or did they go to a camp and you know have a retreat and get you know sit face and face and express their concerns and air, and out, their doubts, air out their grievances with each other but minnesota uh has taken advantage of the struggles with denver uh, especially with Jamal going out, right? And again, we've seen this is this is par for the course. If you want to know the kryptonite to Denver is when they when they encounter Jamal Murray going out. Mm-hmm. Listen, they're not the same team as 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 dominant a player uh, as Joker is. He unfortunately. And this is crazy to say, he is a Robin without Batman. Wow. And listen, when he has Batman there, he's unstoppable. Without Batman, and this has been proven multiple years, when you've seen Denver look sub suspect, go back, and it was when Jamal Murray was out with his injury, and you didn't hear of Joker. Not saying that he didn't put up the same stats. Oh, he put up numbers, but, but he, he just put up numbers. They just but it wasn't. There you go. But when I look at the risers, man, uh, listen, we talked about OKC. If you listen to our prior, uh, you know, teams on the on the lookout, we mentioned OKC had a roster that was a very uh, uh, was a roster to contend, and they were going to they snuck up on people last year. And if you wasn't paying attention, they had a roster to do that this year. But again. They they are they are surpassing expectations. So those are my my risers. When I look at fallers, I'm going to put the Clippers and the Rockets in that category. I I will stand on this and I will sing it and shout it from the rooftops. The dynamic of the Clippers were greatly impacted bringing on James Harden. They have messed with, they have altered, they have sullied, they have stained the the fabric of that Clipper organization. They had something last year, and they Mm -hmm. were building on it. I think they had a great dynamic. People knew their lanes. They knew knew their roles. I would argue that you could go back two years for that. They just were unfortunately hit by injuries with their two big guns. Yeah, yeah. So – they have thrown off the success that was possible by adding in James Harden, right? Houston is shocking to me because we MA can coach. I'm wondering what has happened because at one time they were looking good. Again, we knew they was a young team. Uh, we knew that they they were going to take there was going to be some time that was going to be required for them to jail but i didn't think that i would see them under 500 like this mm-hmm. uh 
again, they've been their last 10, they're four out of six, but again, but the thing that stands out, they're losers of their last three. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that is concerning to me. Again, I didn't think that they were going to be what Minnesota is, but I definitely didn't see them at 10. Uh, but outside of that, too, looking at uh, Golden State and Utah, uh, this is shocking to me to see Utah this low and to see Golden State at at 11. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Right. But you, again, you mentioned it. They didn't they didn't do anything to boost or strengthen their roster. And this is and I, I don't like using this word, but right now it's uh, it's appropriate this is an old team it is and they don't have the young blood to sustain them to be competitive right and with that they're also they're the players that they have are not stepping up so you know with that being said i i, I want to keep seeing how far minnesota and okc you know what they can continue doing Mm-hmm. And how long they can ride this wave of success. And unfortunately for LA and Houston, I don't see this improving, especially for the Clippers, anytime soon. Um it's it's, it's sad because the window for those for their main stars is closing it and it's is closing, closing rapidly. I agree. I agree. I don't yeah. agree. Yeah. Um first of all, I, I like to get this out of the way. I think that the Grizzlies are 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 where we Said they might oh, 100%. be one hundred percent. Yeah, and I think that they're going to be dead and stink by the time John Moran comes back. Yeah. So you know, I'm going to get that get that out the way. Hot um, dumpster juice. Yeah, so they're going they they it's 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 rough out there. It's yeah. rough out there. And again, um, you know, you got to lay this defeat at your star. You know, had he had he been, uh, you know, more uh aware of his surroundings and things that he's been doing, they should they should not be in this particular predicament this moment. But and they still got six games left. Yeah, at least. Yes, at least. At least because he's not. There's no guarantee he's going to get any reinstated, depending on what the commissioner says. Because I think he meets with the commissioner at 25, right? He does. He does, and he can determine okay. when he comes back at that point. So, listen. At least he stayed out the news for the most part. Well, so you know, yeah. So we know, you know, because some people, some people are slick, man. They they keep things in the tuck and they bring it out when they when it's strategically advantage. You know, is is to their advantage, right? It's amazing how certain phone footage gets dropped. At yeah. certain times, he he's due to be reinstated. Okay, let me drop this footage. So yeah, we yeah. you know again, <laughs> it's it's rough. It's rough. It's rough in Memphis. So I mean, again, yeah. like we kind of we kind of called that. Say you know when we saw them you know struggling early that it, it could be over before it even get started yep. when when Ja comes back. But uh, I was dead on with the Warriors. I really feel like that that my take was completely spot on in regards to what they're doing and where they're at. Um, they didn't. They didn't do enough to infuse to your point. Infuse the roster with enough young talent, enough quality young talent to help this aging roster. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that where they're going to be is is kind of going to be it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they are completely out of the playoff picture based upon who was above them, um, who, who, and how well they can sustain their themselves um, outside of what Golden State can and can do at this moment. Because I just don't think they match up well with much of the top right. tier talent. Because um, yeah. a lot of that top tier talent is young. On top of you know, being more, you know, being more skilled at, at different facets. So that's an issue. Yeah. Um, the Rockets, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm a little bit surprised that they're where they at, but I do believe this, this is a by, kind of a byproduct of that Kevin Porter Jr. suspension and, and yeah. ultimate uh, cutting. Because had he got kept his nose clean as well and, and stayed out of the news 
and he still would still be on the team and he would be helping his roster this moment. I think Tremendous. his production alone would, would be enough to win them more games at this moment. Yeah. I think they're, they're kind of feeling that effect. Um, the Pelicans, Jack, what's going on out there? So the Pelicans are, you know, I hate to say it that they they they're they're in the same, they're in a younger version boat of what the Warriors are. They we kind of know what they are and what they what they're what they're capable of, and that's yeah. Not saying much in the in far as being competitive. I think they could be a playing yeah. team right where they are. Not really, not really totally completely shocked about where they're at this, this stretch. But again, they could they could they could ultimately prove me wrong if they make it anywhere in this uh playing tournament. But yet again, I think as a team as a whole, I think that we kind of get what they are, and it's kind of uh you yeah. know air quotes ceiling there for them. Yeah. Um Lakers are getting healthy, like I said. You know, I think that them getting uh all the stars back and uh, Sons gave Vincent, I think that. Once they get him back and add that three point shooting element to the to the lineup, I think we'll be better off. Um, so I'm happy with with the with the upward trend that they're taking. Yep. It's interesting to see Dallas in in their in their uh, ups and downs because you know I thought that we we both kind of looked at it from a perspective that they you know they we wonder whether or not the Kyrie and Luca thing can work um, can look, you know consecutively and continually, and we're kind of seeing the ups ebbs and flows of that. Yeah, um, it's the reason why they kind of fills it out a little bit. But um, overall, I mean, you know, I think they're to me right. They're right where I I, I had I had them in the preseason. Yeah, you know, whether that it up, go up or down is is is, is the question. True. Phoenix, I think to me, I'm gonna hold my breath until they get healthy. Yeah, I'm gonna hold my breath. I really am because I really don't know exactly what this team's gonna be until they get Bradley, Bill, Booker, and KD on the floor at the same time. But they, they haven't done it. They haven't done it yet. Have they played over five games together yet? No, no. That's the problem. Because every time, every time Bradley Bill's been hurt twice this year already. He yeah. started off in injury reserve, and he came back and for like three games, and then went back out. Yeah, and it's and it's, it's not it's it's to be determined when he comes back. So yeah. I just don't. I'm gonna hold my hold my opinion on it till they come back. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, 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 I'll be. I'm you know, Jack in the test is. I'm really I'm really surprised with the Kings start. I really am. Yeah, they are yeah, seven in the last ten, but I'm wasn't expecting them to be eleven to seven at this moment. I really didn't. I thought no. I, I expected them to be better than this. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Um. The Nuggets again. That we can see what the, the Jamal Murray effect is, mm-hmm. and the only thing that bothers me about the Thunder's and the Timberwolves is that they're the young and experienced teams. True. So when when the, when the when the when the when the when the rubber meets the road and the in the in the in the in the in the, in the fist hit the fan, you know, <laughs> right? You know, when the when the when the when the stuff hits the fan, what, yeah. who will they who will they be? When the caca. They, yeah. <laughs> When the fish hit the shan, that's yeah. that's when the uh, yeah. yeah, you know, that's when we can definitely tell exactly who they're going to be. Because I have, yeah. I get, I, Anthony Edwards is a sending player. I I do agree with that. Oklahoma City oh, yeah. is, a, is a completely young and unproven team. They're all young, all of them. Yeah. So you know, you have to, you know, you kind of put them in the same boat as the Memphis Grizzlies from a couple of years ago when they were they were young and they were a spicy team. But yeah, I really, be- I really, I really believe that they, you know, are inexperienced. Yeah. Um. So them having to face a Nuggets team, a Suns team, a, a Lakers team, I think in seven games they would struggle. Yes. Um. Uh, but again, and but the Timberwolves thing is is interesting to me because again, the Rudy Gobert factor, the the yep. cat playing out of his mind right now, but can he sustain it? Yep. And I think and I think Evans is just going to be him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be him. So I, I think that you don't have to worry about him per se, but his other two compadres can they sustain their level of play? That yeah. really that really was would, would be ultimately it. Um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, Darren Fox missing a few games. They they factored into that yeah. as well. So yeah, him being out, much like Jamal Murray being out for the Nuggets, has definitely you know it hindered their production. So yeah, Anthony you know, Edwards is Timothy. Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah. He definitely is. So um, but yeah, I mean, outside of that, I mean, I'm pretty, 
I'm pretty comfortable where things lie. Um, but yet again, I think that um, when things when when the cream rises, I think the Suns, the Nuggets, the, uh, the the hopefully the Kings and the Lakers will be at the top. In, yep. in my opinion, I'm just I'm just projecting at yep. this moment based on how things how the current trends are going. But we'll see. But I mean, the West mm-hmm. to me, I have more clarity on who's going to be where than the East because the East is completely utterly confusing to me at this moment. I don't know who to believe in. <laughs> that's where ball, that's reliance for me. I don't, I don't believe, believe you. Yeah, you need more people. You need more people. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. So, yeah, let's go wrap up the NBA segment. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to forward over to the NFL segment. We got a lot to talk about there. We're going to talk about uh, uh, the Eagles, the Chiefs, and the 49ers, and a bunch of other things. So, yeah, stick with us. We'll be back in a minute and 30. We are back. That is our ad for the 30 minute lockdown airing each and every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check that out. Check out the replays of that. It's definitely been good. Uh, the series has been good. The series has been booming. So, one of our more highly rated shows on the network. Good, good quick 30 minutes of, of, of talk for NFL and NBA. So, uh, we'll get that to you as always on Thursdays at 11 a.m. But let's flip over to let's talk about the NFL. And Jack, no, I don't do baseball, man. I, I got I got so much to do with football and, ba- and basketball. I don't have time for baseball. I ain't gonna lie. I played it. I played it in high school, played it in college, but I have not followed it much after that. I have been too in, enamored with football and basketball, so unfortunately I do not. But sure. but uh, as always, we talk about the NFL, and let's talk about uh, what we discovered uh, in this particular uh, short set of games in Week 13. Right. And uh, we saw uh, the two teams that faced off in the, in the Super Bowl last year take uh, interesting losses. Interesting yeah. losses when it comes down to the Eagles and the Chiefs. So, yeah. That begs the question, you know, should should the Eagles and the Chiefs be concerned? As a team, I should not be worried. So the Eagles, uh, you know, in, in lack of a better term, got beat, you know, handily by the 49ers. And got the, the wings clipped. The, the Packers, you know, went uh went up to Lambeau with the Chiefs and they decided to uh play as if Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers was still, you know, in in controlling things and, and and take us kind of take us back to the old the old the old days of Lambo. 
and yeah. uh, end up end up getting up on the Chiefs early and sustaining that lead for most of the game. And there were some controversial calls at the end, but yes. Packers end up winning the game. So, yep. from your perspective, uh, Coach Kurt, what you know? How do you feel about these losses, and should each team be concerned about those losses uh, for their for their future and hopes of repeating going to the Super Bowl? So I start with the Chiefs. Even though the Chiefs won't see the Packers uh, in their division, mm -hmm. the Chiefs should be concerned because we have started to see a trend that I don't think you can over-scheme, right? Uh, great play caller that Andy Reid is. There are some things that are just concerning when looking at the Chiefs, and namely offensively. Uh, you cannot overcome consistently dropped footballs when you're the quarterback. Mm. You can't throw it and catch it yourself. That's true. Right? That's and true. so normally he's had Travis Kelsey clear-cutting mm -hmm. away his number one. But last year he had serviceable receivers. This year, oh, man, this – to me, this is one of those opportunities when you earn your paycheck because the availability to be that next person is wide open, mm -hmm. right? Uh, if you are uh, Valdez, like this is this is your time. This is when you earn a paycheck, right? Uh, I think Rice is going to be okay. He's yep. a rookie. Mm -hmm. And he's still, to me, learning. Not every receiver that comes into the league is going to be a Tank Dale, right? Not every receiver is going to be in a situation where they get it. Some receivers, as much as we think that every player drafted is going to be an automatic Pro Bowl, sometimes it takes a year, two years to get the NFL business that now – no not that business, you're a professional and what you could get away with in college, you can't get away with in the NFL, right? And so I think Rice has the potential. I think he's going to keep working with Mahomes. He'll get it. Uh, but the thing is, you're playing with Patrick Mahomes. Is you, you're a receiver. You're almost, you can't go to many better opportunities than playing with arguably the, the, the number one quarterback in the NFL. And you're playing with a play caller that can scheme you open. But Tony, uh, Sky Moore, Scant, and uh, Valdez, I'm surprised McCole Hartman coming back to the Chiefs is not making a greater impact. He's hurt. Oh, well, there you have it. There you have it. So <laughs> the Chiefs, I think they should be concerned. And I'm going to say now going to the Eagles, Hell yeah, you should be nervous. Hell yes, you should be nervous. Namely, the team that you just played, you could possibly see again. And two years running, the, the 49ers go to another level when they play the Eagles. It is like the bully knowing that there's one person that he can get their lunch money from mm -hmm. 49ers really believe that the Eagles can get signed and they show it right. 
even from last year, it was the back and forth Debo. I, I, I can't remember who he was talking to last year. Maybe it was Slay. I, I don't remember. Hey, it, was a, it was a plethora of them getting back, getting into it back and forth over social media and things of that nature about the yeah. game. And, and whether or not Purdy got hurt, he would have they would have won and all this. Yeah, that, stuff. that's yeah. what it was. And basically, Debo was mm-hmm. like, "Man, look, we we y'all don't want to see us, right?" And here's the thing about the here's the thing I'm gonna say with this: you never want to be in a place that you hope for injuries because that's the only way you can beat a team. Wow, that's that's when you're. That's- that's a mouthful uh-huh. you just said. I'm, yeah. I'm listening. I'm just listening. When when you're in that position, that's not mm-hmm. a good position. That mm-hmm. means all the scheming, all the X's and O's, and all your Jimmys and Joes don't matter because you know if they're not injured, we can't do anything with them. And the addition of Chase mm-hmm. with Nick, Trent Williams, the might as well just call Trent Williams Kong because he is the ultimate silverback. Right, and he got a little brother. I, I don't know if that's offensive or not, but I understand. What you're saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he calls himself a silverback. Right? right, he is. He is. He is a different animal. And the 49ers, again, I'm. You've heard me say this, and I'm gonna say this, and and applies to football. There are certain people that are the engines to their teams. Trent yep. Williams is the engine for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Right. When he's on the field, he brings he brings a certain energy that is infectious for the rest of the team. And here's what I will say about the 49ers. When they look at the Eagles, they really say barbecue chicken. Mm-hmm. They really go to another level and they say, we're going to bully them. Mm-hmm. We going we going we're, we're going to take them to the woodshed. We're going to come out with our boom boxes. We're going to play our music. We gonna, we're, we're going to, to let them know that they can't out-physical us, right? Mm-hmm. And they show it, and they prove it. And what happened in that game was a clear-cut example. Everything the Eagles tried, the 49ers told them, nope, that ain't going to work over here. Mm-hmm. And it, it was proven. And so I will say this, the Eagles should definitely be concerned because one of the things that we said was the Eagles offense just didn't look, so, they, they didn't look like they was in rhythm yet. Mm-hmm. The 49ers showed up with mm-hmm. Brock Purdy. Damn, mm-hmm. that boy looks good. Mm-hmm. With Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. And what they did was walk the dog on them because – Debo had three touchdowns, and Debo is a running back in a receiver's body. When he that, that gets is. the football, and especially against yeah. the Eagles, there's teams that you see a team just naturally – it takes them to another level. Mm-hmm. And there is bad blood between the Eagles and the 49ers, and mm-hmm. I think – because they came dressed in all black like it's a funeral. It was a funeral. Uh-huh. The 49ers really believe this. Last year, if Purdy doesn't get knocked out, they beat the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. And they are here to prove it. And I'm telling you, when you look at that team, when you look at those linebackers, when you look at those DBs, when you look at that defensive line, when you look at that offensive line, that's a personal pride thing to keep Purdy clean. And if he – listen, stats show – 
if Purdy has a lead, he's a much different quarterback than if he's having to play from behind. And the 49ers are one of those teams. If you let them get up on you, mm-hmm. or change, let me change that. If the 49ers have a lead and Bosa and Young can pin their ear, ears back, and don't forget Hargrave, can pin their ears back and do nothing but rush, it's bad news for you. Because Fred mm-hmm. Warner and them linebackers, Greenlaw, they're going to shut down anything. They can run with any tight end and slot receiver you have. And if they can't run with them, they definitely going to scare them from coming across that middle because they're going to clean clocks. And mm-hmm. so with that being said, I will say this. Both the, both the teams, the Eagles and the Chiefs, should be concerned. But I'm more concerned with the Eagles because not only do they have the 49ers, they have the Cowboys as well. And both of these teams looking at the Eagles like, y'all ain't y'all are not in, in, invincible. We can beat you all. Uh and we believe we can beat you all, and they're they're proving it. And it doesn't help that the Eagles' offense is not looking uh, as good as it did last year. Yeah, yeah, all great points, all great points. I think it was a, I think it was who was up? I think the Eagles were uh, favored in that. No, no, the Niners were two and a half points favorite on the road. And they Jack. covered. They and they covered. They, they definitely covered. Oh they, oh, they covered. Listen, they covered <laughs> like a, they covered like a good snuggy blanket. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was bad. It was bad. Um. I got slightly a different take, and and, and I'm going to say this, uh, you know, because of how things could ultimately break break out and shake out, right? Yeah. Um, I think that the Eagles, you know, I think their real test is going to be for them playing the Cowboys this weekend. Mm. And I say that okay. because they, cause they will ultimately propel themselves to the one seed, you know, barring something crazy <laughs> happening, despite losing to the 49ers. Uh, if they beat the Cowboys, okay, because they're already they're game up on the Cowboys in the division, yep, and they're game up on the Eagles. I'm excuse me, 49ers overall in the standings. So, right, assuming they don't lose again, they will be the one seed and they will have a week off. Everybody okay. else got to play. Mm. Um, so there's there's that element, but also got you also got to realize take into account that the 49ers are looking at the Eagles because they have, you know, quote unquote, a score to settle with them. Right. Yep. But the Cowboys got the same beef. Yes. Cause they, un- they embarrassed the Cowboys early in this year. People don't realize that. Right. So the Cowboys are looking down the line. Like we want the 49ers back. We want to get the 49ers back too. So the same energy that you got for the Eagles 49ers, the, the Cowboys got for y'all. You know what? That's who I was really thinking about with Debo and Micah went back and forth. Oh, maybe I was, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's who I was that's thinking true. about. Yeah, they did because because Michael got on his podcast. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I yeah that that definitely happened. But my thing is this: if the 49ers happen to face the Cowboys and overlook them, in a sense, uh, when they got to play them in in the, in the second maybe the second round of the playoffs, mm-hmm. they could ultimately be in a have a problem to be in a situation where they could get far behind early and be fighting to win the game because the Cowboys are going to come to play. Who do you who do you think? Real quick, who do you think the Eagles would rather see? If the 49ers and Cowboys had to play with you, play against each other to meet the Eagles, to, to play the Eagles, who do you think the Eagles would secretly say we would rather they win? I, I think if you had to ask them right now, I, they want the 49ers again because they, they got embarrassed. 
Okay. But if you let cooler heads prevail, they realize if we wanted the easier road to get there. But they also got to realize, too, that they probably look at it from perspective of last year. That people were talking about their schedule, how light it was, how easy it was, and they had no real tests in the in in the uh in the playoff in the regular season and in the playoffs because the 49ers quarterback got hurt at the end. Because that was right. gonna be the only test they really had. Everybody else was kind of I won't call them cakewalks, but they were undermanned when it comes down to facing the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. So that perspective. You know, they want to say, well, we want to be battle tested this time. I mean, they've been they've been battle tested. They've won some tight games, some tough games here um in, in early on in the season. They just happen to be, you know, quote unquote run out of gas when they when they face the uh 49ers. But I think right now they want to face the 49ers. I think after they either, you know, if they play close or beat the Cowboys, they'll probably say the Cowboys at the end of the at the end of the day. They probably want to see the Cowboys in the conference title game versus especially with the Cowboys having issues with closing out playoff games. They probably would rather face the Cowboys than the 49ers of this stretch, assuming that, assuming health, obviously. Right. Um, and then they, them landing Shaq Leonard this week is also a, 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 a sticking point for them to getting better at linebacker. So that should help them um, going forward. Do I don't know how they do it. Uh, they, they listen, they win. That's what it is. They win. They you got know. different money. They got different money. I don't, it, no, they win, and and it's a good, it's a good, it's a good situation to come into if you try to get a quick, quick, uh, you know, you know, run at run at winning maybe a Super Bowl. So because a lot of guys they got is they is one year rentals. They, it ain't a whole lot of guys that got signed up for the long term. They got you a know? different CPA over there at the Eagles. Like somebody they, between them <laughs> and the Rams, they they know how to they know how to balance the books. They know how to cook the books, quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. But you know, I think that the Eagles. Depending on how things break, it will ultimately determine whether or not they will even see the 49ers again. One, right. two, I think that they will play better in the playoffs and they, you know, at, at five or six, seven weeks down the line than they did uh, this past week, in my opinion. Okay. So I wouldn't be totally, completely, honestly worried if, you know, right now, I mean, it's just one game. Um, and I do still think the Eagles are the team to beat in the, uh, between them and the Niners are the team to beat in the, uh, in the, in the, in the NFC, I should say. Right. Um, but in regards to the Chiefs, I would say that uh, I wouldn't be ultimately concerned at all. Um, and it's Ooh. not it's not based upon the fact that I am, uh, you know, having some issues with my receiving core and things of that nature and producing uh, points on offense. You know, the defense is playing well. Um, and, you know, and that's honestly, truly, you know, even at this stage of the game, if your defense is holding you down and you can, you know, quote unquote, slowly figure out the offense. Uh, I think that you ultimately be fine. Okay. Um, because you can, you know, with Andy Reid's uh, play calling ability and Patrick Mahomes, you know, quarterbacking ability, I think that if you look at the AFC as it stands right now, you know, they're just a byproduct of being the team that's not injured. Mm. And I think that's okay. going to carry them to at least the conference title game and maybe the Super Bowl. Okay. Because the Ravens, are, to me, is the only team right now in the whole entire AFC that can give them any go. Mm. And if the Ravens slip up and lose to somebody not supposed to, because again, the stigma until until Lamar Jackson wins a big time playoff game, the stigma is going to be he can't do it yet. Yeah. So, you know, the Bills are a mess. They got to place place them this week, so that'll be a good test. Hot trash. The Bills are a mess. Hot the Dolphins can't beat a good team. True. The Jags just lost their quarterback for the four to six weeks with a high Dang angle spring. You know, I mean, come on. Do we really believe the Colts and the, and the, and the uh, Texans as good as they've been playing can really beat the Chiefs in a playoff game at Arrowhead? Texans, no. Yes. Huh? Texans, yes. You think the Texans can beat the Chiefs? Yes. I, I'm not going that far. Yes. <laughs> I love CJ Stroud. No, you know I do. But I'm not going as far as you can beat them in Arrowhead, right? I'm not giving them It that. would be tougher right now because they don't have Tank Dale. Yes. Yes, but I yes. still don't think they can do it. I, now, with that, now with that Chiefs defense, I don't think they can do it. 
And and again, looking at the the North, I mean, the Bengals on the backup quarterback right now. So it is. So the Cleveland Browns. So are the are the Steelers. So they're. Erase They're, those three. It's, right. a, it's so, the Ravens out of that division. Again, so again, honestly, truly, like truly skill for skill, talent for talent, coach for coach, you can only pay back on the Ravens being able to compete with the, with the Chiefs at this point. Yeah. Let's be real about it. Yeah, Let's be real about it. So again, they're, they're, they're fine, in my opinion. And I think they, they, they uh, you know, if they do, if they play their level of ball that they've been playing, even at this level, they can still make it to the conversation game and they, be, and they can beat the Ravens, and especially if they play Arrowhead. I'm concerned because we've seen more. This has been the first time that I've seen what I would call a fracture in the armor of the Chiefs because it's something that can't be schemed. They could lose a game because every receiver could come to the game with concrete hands. That's a fact. Outside, of, outside of Kelsey. Outside of Kelsey. And they're double and triple teaming him because they know other, other receivers can't catch. And they punching the ball out. I've seen him fumble more this year, mm-hmm. even uh, lost and recovered fumbles than yeah. any year before. I agree. I agree. So I mean, again, despite all that, they still are right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, based on what I just laid out. So I mean, should I be? Should he be worried? You should be trying to write the ship as far as your offense is concerned. I think. Yeah. I think Rasheed Rice is the clear number one on this team with him and yeah. Kelsey. Feed him, build his confidence, keep feed him the ball. Try to figure out somebody else that can catch. I devout that scandal. Obviously, he ain't your guy. But nope. out of one of those guys, out of one of those guys, you got to figure out another guy that can catch the football in a clutch moment. And I don't know why they don't use use him more. But the kid Watson, he he yeah. comes. He should be involved in, in all of this more, in my opinion. He should be I'm the sure. one. They I should go to him more. They don't. They don't um, utilize him more. Hmm. So I mean, if you utilize him more and he's your he's your more dependable guy, I would just go to him and just say forget yeah. everybody else because clearly Gadarius Tony can't stay healthy, can't catch. No, nope. Scott Moore has the same type of issues. You know, is he, Richie he, James there? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. But again, you, he is you ain't seen him. So yeah. you know, I me mean, Cole Harbin's hurt, although he's more of a returner. Yeah. So you know, again, I would I say I think they're fine based upon the the, the level of injuries that have happened in the, in the, in the AFC this moment. So. I know, I, what they, be too, I know what they I be next year. Oh, they definitely receiver. Yeah. Early. <laughs> early and often. Early and often. If yeah. if somebody doesn't, as a veteran, they're going to be afraid and don't want to come over and play with them in, in their own right. right. I think that's what's going to happen, too. They're going to get a veteran like DeAndre Hopkins or somebody like that is going to want to end up playing for them. So, I would say we, trade for Terry McLaurin. That's if they get. That's if they got a... Uh, <laughs> if they, they want to pay him. Because Terry got to get paid. It's about to be a wholesale sale over there at Washington. It might be. It might be. Jack, I hope, wish, and pray, but I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to guarantee anything. And I know he's talking about how Harbaugh was praising Herbert and he wants to, he would love the coaching, but until the Spanos pull the trigger, I'm not confident until they do anything. But that's what, that would be my next number one pick. Him and then Ben Johnson from the Lions. That'll be my top two selections mm. for the coach mm. for the Chargers next year. My top two picks. We can get either one of those. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better than Brandon Stelly at this point. <laughs> But yeah, but uh, moving on, uh, let's talk about the belief meter as we talk about these particular teams um, that are you know in contention and and uh, you know having success in the in and in, in getting towards the uh, later part of the season. So yep. we talk about the Eagles and the in the in the in the uh, Chiefs already. So you know from a, on a scale of one to ten, what's your belief meter in them making a a long term run? The Chiefs and the Eagles. Yeah, I still put them at. Uh... 
a 8.2, 8.4. Again, with the Chiefs, your favorite saying, to be the man, you got to beat the man. That's it. Right? And until we see uh, a complete uh, crumble of the Chiefs, uh, you know, until we see them go against themselves, until we see them not have home field throughout, it's crazy to think. Patrick Mahomes has never not had a home game in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. So I still have them. Uh, I still have high belief uh, in both the, the, the Chiefs and the Eagles. So I'm going to put it at an 8.5. Two to 8.5. I mean, based upon for me, it's a nine for the Chiefs for me because, again, what I laid out and how the AFC shakes out at this moment in time, and it seems to be getting, getting worse, not better. Um, and the Eagles, I give, I give them a solid at 75, 7 and a half, 8. You know, again, they got to they gotta figure out something in order to combat that 49ers onslaught. Right. I mean, uh, they stay healthy. Woo. Woo. It's, 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 it's a juggernaut. Yeah. At least. To say the least. Um, so how do you feel about the Cowboys um in in the Lions uh chances? And what do you believe me to them making a run? Listen, me and the Lions have a toxic relationship. I know better, <laughs> but that thing be thinking. You just ain't boy. Better yet. Oh, that you thing said- be thinking. Yeah, that thing be thinking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so with the, the the Lions, I'm gonna put them at I'm gonna put them at a six, right? And that's because again, this is toxic. There's a lot uh-huh. of hope. And I just don't want to see. You just want to see her do right, there. but she just she just don't want to do right, huh? Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> she keep calling me at like 11, 30, 12. <laughs> and that got got 7,000 be catching me, Slim. That be catching me. It be, I know better, but <laughs> okay, man. Come on, man. I, come on, man. Nah. <laughs> I'm not going to try to explain that because that's going to get the FCC on my ass. I don't want it. But, man, that's a hell of an analogy. That's all I'm going to say. If you know what it is, you know what it is. You know what you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> uh, so uh, that's the Lions. With the Cowboys, listen, it's tough, right? Uh, many people, many pundits say, the most annoying fan base in the world is the Dallas Cowboys. That's a fact. But I am not one. Again, this is the exact opposite of a toxic situation. Um, I am not one to blind myself to what I'm seeing between the white lines. True. The uh, Dak is playing. They've turned it around. Speedy has been on a tear. The defense has been the defense, even though Bland – got his whole ass handed to him by DK Metcalf. <laughs> he he still made a big play when uh it counted and he it came did. up with a big time interception. That he did. So I'm gonna if I'm giving the Lions about a six, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the Cowboys right there at seven. They're still the Cowboys, mm-hmm. but what they're doing on the field right now, I have belief in them. And if the depending on what day and what happens they could they could definitely catch somebody slipping. So I'm gonna give them a seven. Okay. What do you give the lines? Did you, what did you tell me you would six. six? Six. Okay. Yeah. I um, want to go five, but again, God got seven thousand. Well, I don't have that six. type of talks relationship with, with with the lions. I, I know you don't. You're a much I better don't. man than me. You're a much I, better man. I don't You're a much better man. I I I, I love the story. I love I love what they're doing over there. Like I said, I love the OC. Um, I, lo- I, lo- I love some of the players over there. You know, we have I, I, Sam Laporta. I was early on him yep. being great. He's a baller. 
Um, I love Jack Campbell. I love Brian Branch. You know, I love the Sun God, obviously. Um, that's my dude. Um, but just they need the, James Houston to come back desperately. They need a lot of things, to be honest with you, because it's just that they lost the Lee McNeil today, their run stopper. So that's going to hurt their run defense even further. Uh, he's on the IR. So yeah, it's 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 a rough it's a rough ask. I mean, I mean, I think I really do believe that they're going to make the playoffs, but I yeah. think that's where it stops. I really don't have a lot of belief that they're going to make it past maybe a, a one win uh, playoff run. Yeah, um, it depends on who they match up against. I mean, because yep. there are some bad teams that are worse off than them in the NFC that's going to make the playoffs. True. I mean, because you literally got the Eagles, the 49ers, Dallas, um, the Lions, and everybody else is struggling. Yes, you know Seattle included. So yes. I believe that they're if the, whoever they match up against, they match up against a good team or a, a lesser team in the first round. They go get one win, but when they got to face one of them dogs, it's going to be over. Yeah. Um. Yep. So I don't have what I believe. I give them maybe a five point five for me. Okay. Um. When it comes out of Cowboys, and this is would be wild for me to say this because I've had my I've had my my takes, you know, a contrarian to the Cowboys fan base, right? Right. Quite a few in my tenure as a podcaster, right? Yep. But. I want to say that for some reason or another, I do really believe that as long as Dak Prescott plays the way he's playing quarterback and Mike McCarthy's calling the plays the way he's been calling the plays and CeeDee Lamb still plays the way he's been playing, with coupled with that defense, they got a shot to beat anybody in the NFC. So you're putting them at an 8? I give them 8.5. Ooh, shit. 8.5. They must have came in with the boy shorts on. They <laughs> <laughs> might have. They might have. Yeah. Wine yeah. Wine is some reggae music. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Come on now. So, so we'll see. But um, I do believe that them 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 playing good good offense when it comes down to um what Dak has been doing and the defense has been stellar all year. Mm-hmm. You know, tough as nails when it comes down to practically everything from pass defense, pass rush, run defense. They got it all. So yeah. that coupled with a good offense, I think that long as Dak Prescott does not you know, piss down his leg at some point or another in his, in these next few games, they'll be right there. Okay. In my opinion. Um, so to wrap it up, what about the Ravens and the, and the Dolphins? How do you feel about them? What's the belief meter in their, in their run? Uh, so the Dolphins, I'm going to put at a 7.5. Again, oh, like what? you said, they haven't beat a team that has a winning record. Right. Okay. So they clearly, um, they clearly have dominated teams that have a less uh, uh, a, a lower win record, and that's good. But when you get into playoffs, you're not playing those type teams. You may play a team like that in the first round, but you're not going to see that as you uh, as you advance. And the biggest thing with the Dolphins is can that offense travel, right? And can that offense play in conditions that are not conducive uh, to to them? And so can they go to cold weather and play mm. the same type of style and use utilize that offense in cold weather? So that's why I have it there. The Ravens, I'm going to put at a 9, uh, 9.5 right now. I do believe in the AFC. They're the most complete team, right? Mm. Uh, even I mean, though top, Mark Andrews oh, – yeah, go ahead. Until Mark Andrews went out top five in both categories, defense and offense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And with Mark Andrews out – the good thing is I think this is the first time that Lamar has had receivers to combat that, could, that, that could, that could step up and, and calm the waters of losing Mark Andrews. You can't replace a Mark Andrews, but what you can do is uh, spread the ball around more. Receiver by committee? Yep, receiver by committee. So um, that's why I put them there. And, and like Jack said, 
hit those likes and subscribe, right? Indeed. We appreciate you, Jack. But yeah, uh, I'm right there with the Ravens. And I'm going to go ahead and say it and totally turn it over to you. I'm at a 9.8 with the Niners. My belief meter is right there, super hot, almost at a 10. It's 9.8. It, it, it's running red hot for me, too. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'd be 9, 9.5. Yeah, 9.5. I feel like Keith Lee. I oh. bought it. I got it. I'm going to talk about it. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, to get, to get to the Niners real quick, yeah, I, I'm definitely at 9.5 with them. Not much to be said. I mean, they're clicking on all cylinders. They had a little three-game skid with injuries with Tadebo and Trent and those injuries guys. Injuries only. If they healthy and they got Chase Young now, they stay healthy. Ooh. And they're they're gonna be they're gonna be they're gonna be hell to pay. They're gonna be hell to eliminate. I would tell you that. Yeah. Well, coach, talent everywhere. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough for them. Rough outfit. Rough outfit. And it's crazy that they didn't miss a beat losing D'Amico. I I know. I know. Yeah. And, and Wilkes made a. And I say this: Wilkes made a smart decision. He came out the booth. He yep. wanted to get down there and get the field. Get, new, get in the weeds. And, yeah, yep. yeah, in the weeds. Yeah. Yep. And it's, yep. you've seen a different – you've seen a different a definite team change. The, yeah, well, that – well, getting helps too, but, I mean, you know, it, oh, it, it's – in chase. Yeah, it helps. Yeah. Um, with the Dolphins, I, I don't – I'm not a believer. I, I'm, oh. I, I think I'm not a believer at all. Um, I'm, I'm going to like a 4.5, maybe 5. Damn. I mean, I do, I do believe – I do believe that they're going to – until you beat a good team – you, you got to prove it to me. I, I'm not. I'm not yeah. a believer yet. I'm not. Okay. You got to prove it to me that they can be. You can beat a quality team. Okay. Now they may match up match up to a backup quarterback because I said this. I said this to Alice. I think uh, uh, on 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 Twitter. To, uh, I think that they we're gonna we gonna end up with a situation where there's gonna be a backup quarterback playing in the playoffs. Mm, okay. I think that's where, I think that's where we're headed. Um, so that they match up to a backup with with a backup quarterback in the first round, then they could clearly win a one one playoff game. True. But when they run up against the Ravens, run up against the, uh, you know the, uh, you know run up against KC, somebody like that, yeah, they, they, it's gonna be it's gonna be short work. It's gonna okay. be short work for them, in my opinion. Especially okay. begin, you know they're gonna get their first home game because it's gonna be a division winner likely, but they're going to mess around, and have to play cold weather, and whoever else they play after that. Every team that they have to play outside of maybe Houston, if Houston make the playoffs or Indianapolis, they're going to have to play in cold weather. Okay. So that's gonna that's ultimately gonna gonna slow them down. In my opinion, you see what Casey did to him a few weeks ago in Germany. Yeah. So you know, they use that as a barometer. Gotcha. But again, I'm, I'm I'm very very lukewarm on them at all. If 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 warm at all. Now okay. the Ravens again, you know that that there is that stigma of Lamar and have being able to win a playoff game just yet. But right. they're 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 priming ready to and they got all the pieces to do it, and they just got to do, do it. They just got to do. do it. They do. That's it. They, they, everybody in the division is hurt, but outside of outside of them, you know, quarterback wise. So it's yours for the taking. And any don't, other time you want to take advantage of um, the champion being not at his best, this is when you want to do it because, again, this is a chief. The Chiefs are in a lull. And they so are. this is when yeah, you want to This is the best time that. to get him. This, this yep. is the, we thought last year was the best time to get him, but they turned out not to be it. But right. this right now is the, the best time to get, to catch them slipping. Yep. You know, yep. And if you if you play your cards right, you can mess around and be the one seed, and they got to come to y'all for the title game. Yeah. Gotta come to Baltimore. That's a whole different ball game. Yep. So that that's that's where I'm at. So for them, I'm probably about an eight point five and a nine. It all okay. just depends upon what they do in the playoffs. It really what okay. it is. Okay. All right. All right. So let's flow it over. Let's talk. Let's talk MVP. So this has been a weird year. Yeah. Right. This has been a weird year when it comes down to MVP voting and and who's the front runner, who's the clear consensus guy. 
And there's been a lot of talk, you know, about whether or not a, a non-quarterback will win the, the award this year. They've been talking about Miles Garrett, Tyreek Hill, Christian uh-huh. McCaffrey, amongst, amongst a few others. So, you know, can they ultimately, you know, you know, change the narrative as far as it being a quarterback award? So, yeah. When it comes down to the odds, though, the top four right now are still quarterbacks, unfortunately. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy, and Dak Prescott all leading the, the voting for uh, MVP candidates. So, you know, for you real quick, do you think that, you know, based upon how things have been moving, and us being in week 13, do you think that, uh, uh, you know, let's say hypothetically Tyree Kill or Christian McCaffrey break some type of records um, for their position? Do you think that they can usurp a quarterback and win an award this year? I'm going to say yes, but only Tyreek. Okay. Tyreek right now and what he's doing and how he's doing it. And again, being that we are in a short attention span culture, highlights Mm -hmm. matter. And so when every week you are seeing a 50-yard touchdown, a Mm – 60 yard touchdown, a five, four, one fifty. Um, that gets people's attention, right? And right. because the they have the per average the most 20 to 30 yard plus um passes and scores, mm-hmm. that that catches people's attention. Okay. I think McCaffrey had a stretch there where he could have contended, but the injuries and not continuing the touchdown streak yeah that hurt that 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 is that is that is um he's lost the luster of the momentum that he was building now he's mm-hmm. falling back to it's the there was a time when it was CMC and the 49ers now mm-hmm. it's the 49ers right and so with that being the case i don't think he has that because like you see here it's shifted now back to it's Purdy driving the ship, what he's doing. Right. So I think if anyone that's non-quarterback, it's going to be, it would be Tyreek. Yeah, but he got to go nuclear and break them records because that's the only shot I think he really would have. And that's what also with kind of Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott kind of taking their foot off the gas. And, and in Dak Prescott's case, he can't afford to because he they got to win all the games they want to win in order to try to continue the division. They got to beat the Eagles this week and hope that they don't lose any more games outside of that, although they got a pretty cushy schedule for them to even, you know, have a shot at the division. If so, Tyreek has a 180 to 200-yard game, he'll he gonna have to average that. He's going to have to average that for the next yeah. – what six games? Four, five games. Next five. Games. I think. I think I saw the stats. He has the average one hundred and twenty, mm. one hundred and fifteen, one hundred and twenty. But if he has that that home run game, right, that puts him front of mind, which is like a one eighty to two hundred, right. two ten. Oh, he that that will that will that will cement him up there as a front runner even more so. Yeah, yeah, but I still believe that you know, with, especially with the odds out there at this moment, with a bunch of quarterbacks being ahead of him, or even yeah, Tua, it's gonna be you, tough. You made the argument, like you said, you know, I think you brought this up too that Tua, you know, would he be the more the beneficiary of you know MVP consideration because he's throwing the ball to Tyreek? Yeah, you know, yeah. So I mean, again, you know that that they have to make the argument too because if if he's in consideration, why in the quarterback? Because the quarterback's throwing the ball to pass. Yep. You yep. know so. I don't know. My money's kind of on right now. Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, the way they're playing at this moment. But anything, anything's possible. Anything's possible. You know, we, you know, we got again. We had week fourteen coming up, and uh, we see how people play down on the stretch in the last five games or so. But, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm curious about you know will there ever be another uh, non-quarterback to win an award at this point? Because I mean, no, 
Uh, I, I think Tyreek could, but I don't have him as a front runner right, right now. I still – he I mean, he's third. Yeah, because think about it like this. All the injuries we've had at quarterback, we've had a plethora of injuries at quarterback, and we're still right. talking about six quarterbacks, one, two, three, four, six quarterbacks in the top – tops of the voting at this moment i think i think it should go what you said have a quarterback award yeah or have something else besides offensive player of the year yeah at th throw a third award in there because at this point it is it's it's a quarterback award right right now and, and most so, valuable yeah. quarterback and then office of mvp defensive mvp do all do all of that yeah, 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 do that. You know, make it, make it, make it so that other people can get some love and be most and feel like they're valuable outside of just the quarterbacks. That, uh, you know, alone because that's where it lines. And if it never changes, it's always going to be quarterback winning the award and the way the way the game has been played. Yeah, and if he keeps going right now, I would say it's Dak and Brock. That's what I said. I said that, that was my picks. Dak and Brock. Yeah. Those are my two picks. Either either one of them. Yep. And I think Dak has more to play for, so Dak might put up more numbers than than Brock would will. And he's on. Uh, a team that has the greatest marketer and cheerleader possible with Jerry Jones. And so if anyone, if yeah. anyone is going well, to advocate for it, he's going to advocate for it. Exactly. But, but he might not advocate for it because he realized if that deck win MVP and they make a deep playoff run, he's going to have to pay him big dollars. Oh, that MVP money hits different. It does. It really does. You, you know my saying, you get MVP, <laughs> I'm walking in with no pants on. <laughs> Okay, we gotta revisit that. We gotta revisit that. Moving on. You know that's my feeling. I walk yeah, in, stand on the desk, no pants on. <laughs> Let's get to the games of the, the week. Light's still on. It's dark for another reason. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do. I can't fool with you, man. I can't. I can't fool with you at all. At all. <laughs> That's why the elephant said, "You drink through that small thing." <laughs> All right, that's a good. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Reel it back in. <laughs> All right, let's go. Games of the week. Okay, we literally, really back. <sighs> so, so last week, week thirteen, show out like this: the Seahawks. Uh, did, they didn't. Uh, the Cowboys didn't cover the spread, so Seahawks was was the beneficiary. Yeah. Lions cover, won to cover the spread. The Texans won to cover the spread. The Cardinals uh, didn't. The Texans still did not. So the Cardinals won in that. Packers yeah. also uh, broke the broke the spread, and the Forty Nineers did cover it two and a half. Yeah. So. That left us both at three and three for different reasons last week. Oh man. Uh yeah. yeah. So uh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got we got we had three and three at this moment. So um so we got we're gonna get get busy with this one. I'm getting yep. I'm getting closer to five hundred. You you're a little more back by, back in the weeds than me, but I'm getting a little closer to five hundred. I'm only it's about four games this week. Okay. You hear him calling it, right? Yeah, I hear him calling it. Yeah, I hear him calling it. So these are the games of, this, of the week we got to this week. So we got uh, Jags at Browns. I'm going to injure Trevor Lawrence. So that's changing. The line might go up. I don't know what's going to happen there, but right now it's at three. Yeah. So we got the Rams at the, at, the, at the Ravens. We got the Vikings at the Raiders. We got the Seahawks at the 49ers. Bills at Chiefs and Eagles at Cowboys. Some good games this week. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yep. I'll tell you that. So when it comes down to uh, these games, let's 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 get them picked, and uh, we'll, we'll see how things uh shake out for another week we, you know because we need a winning week or two here we're getting close to the end of the season we need some winning weeks we need strings together some wins yep so uh game one what we got so we got uh jags at browns and jags are favored by minus three with joe flacco as long as this line stays this way i'm going to go with the browns okay all right so you got browns um 
It's weird too because the Jags play better away than they do at home for some crazy reason. But yeah, I, that way the lines with Joe Flacco, then I'm, I'm gonna go with the Browns. So, I, but it's it's four yeah. points. But yeah, I think the Browns and that defense with with Bethard, you know, coming coming off of you know a week of practice and them getting film on them, I think they're going to Browns gonna be ready for them. So I'm gonna go Browns right. as well. What up, Rich? Glad to see you. But this would be a game that damn Bethard. Has like 24 for 27, 320, and three touchdowns. I'd be like, son of a bastard. Right. Indeed, indeed. So uh so so we got Rams and Ravens. Uh Rams uh <laughs> they 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 don't look to be uh they don't look to be uh, much favorite in Vegas at this moment, although they feel like they're playing pretty well. It's right. a minus seven line. How do you feel about that game? So I'll say this. Um even though the Rams have looked better, the Rams have looked better. I still say that they're coming to Baltimore. They're having to play uh, and the Ravens off a of bye week. Ravens. Too. Now, yeah. the thing that scares me is that it's supposed to rain the whole day. Yeah. Um, Sunday. That uh-huh. does make me nervous. But I still think with the Rams playing the way they're playing, and with that Ravens defense, that this will be the Ravens game. I'm going to go with the Ravens with seven. You think Jags win with a backup quarterback? I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. He's a brave man. He, he is a brave to, man. He likes to live dangerously. I see that he does. So you got. So you got. Who you got in this game? Ravens. Ravens. Okay. So they got to win by eight. You going? You believe they going to win by eight in the rainy game? Okay. Yeah. I'm going Rams only based upon the spread. I don't like the okay. spread in the rainy game, and I think the Rams are playing better. Puka the Kool went off last week. They're getting healthier. Calvin Williams is running the ball well. I think they can keep it close. We may they call the plays and Stafford throwing the ball. I think they keep it close enough where they don't lose by eight points. Okay. So, but I do think the Ravens do win the game. But I think by the spread alone, I'm gonna go Rams. Gotcha. All right, Vikings are favored on the road going to uh, Vegas to play the Raiders by minus three. What say you in that game? So I want to go Vikings, but right now it's uh, there hasn't been a clear delineation or designation on who's the quarterback. So that concerns me, but I still believe going to Vegas – playing the Raiders, the Vikings defense being better. Um, and I believe Justin Jefferson is coming back this week. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Vikings away. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm rolling with it. So just based, just on the strength of J.J. playing better. And they came off a bye, so they should be able to right the ship as far as getting their you know, ducks in a row and get everybody together and playing uh, on one quarter offense. And clearly, yeah. like I said, the defense is playing much better. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go with the Vikings. Although three, three is a bit much, and they gotta win by four points. But I, I'm, I'm gonna roll with it. I'm gonna roll with it and say they win the game uh, by at least four. Yep. Okay. All right. Seahawks at 49ers, and the 49ers are favorite by ten and a half. My God. Listen, listen. That's a lot. That's a lot of points. That's a lot. But if any team can um, succeed, it's gonna be the San Francisco with ten and a half. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna live rich. You saw that? You saw that? Oh, uh, good one. Yeah, I saw that. I'm going to uh I'm I'm gonna push my chips to the middle on this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the 49ers, even though they have to win by eleven. That is a lot. That's a lot. Um he's a division rival. They beat the hell out the Cowboys. 
um, and and the and the cheat and the uh, Eagles right by more than ten. It did. So I'm on. I'm on. I'm on, listen. I'm gonna bet big. Okay. I'm gonna bet big. All in. All in. Okay. Well, I, I, again, I, until proven otherwise, I can't go against that juggernaut, the, the 49ers. The Seahawks played out of their mind last week, but I, I think they're going to come down to earth yeah. uh, this weekend in 49ers, in my personal opinion. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I do I do believe that they're going to they win by 11. At, at home, too? Yeah, I, I do believe that. I do yep. believe that. All right, so we got Bills at Chiefs, and the Chiefs are favored by two and a half. I'm going to take the Chiefs because all it is is a field goal. I agree I'll with that. that. Yeah, they're going to they can, they can beat the Chiefs. By, they can beat the Bills by a field goal. I agree with that. Yep. Yep, I'm with, right there with you. Okay, so last game, Eagles at Cowboys, and the Cowboys are favored by three and a half. Oh man, see, this is one of the this is one of them times when you think one way, and the damn Cowboys are pooped to bed. Yeah. But I'm going to I'm I'm going to go with what I've seen. I'm going to go with what I I feel on mm-hmm. this one. Is there any major injuries the Eagles are dealing with? Well, DeAndre Swift was questionable. He got he got that hit late in the game. He's questionable. I'm not. He still may play though. That's the only injury that I know of that's that's significant for them at this moment. And again, Shaq Leonard should be playing this week. Uh, you know, DeAndre Swift plays. They should have. He should be at full strength. I think. So you see, all the Eagles got to do is win. That's it. Or lose by less than three and a half. They lose by three. They still cover. The Eagles still cover the spread. Hey, the Cowboys got to win by four. So that's a that's a 24 20 a 27 yep. 23 yep Cowboys at home they're not dealing with any major injuries right the Cowboys nothing, no nothing came out of that Seattle no you know what I'm gonna push my chips to the middle I'm gonna believe in the Cowboys on this one I'm gonna go Cowboys at home okay I don't like the line I'm going Eagles I think they win. I think the game is a three point game, regardless of who wins. Okay. I like the line. Okay. I'm sticking with it. I'm going big. Okay. Between the between the 49ers and the Cowboys, looking at 14. I'm gonna play that parlay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I got we both on the Browns. I'm on yep. the Rams. You on the Ravens. They're yep. both on the Vikings. Both on the 49ers. Both on the Chiefs. And we differ with the Eagles and the Cowboys. I got Eagles. You got Cowboys. Yep. So either four and two, one way or the other. Right. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. That's the point too. That's got a point too, Rich. <laughs> All right. So yeah. All right. So oh, that'll yeah. wrap it up so for this could, week. You could huh? possibly go six and zero. Oh. I could possibly go six and zero. Oh. Yeah. Or we could both. No. No, we, we both we, can't we, go we, four. We, and two. No. We both. We got two games that are not in common out of the right. six. Two games that are not, and and four games that are. We could both go four and two, six and zero. Oh, you know, it could it could go we go really good or really bad. Okay, you can't go four and two. Okay, yeah, uh, it can't go four and two. Yep. All right. Okay. About to see. All right. So uh, here's the schedule on the, on, the, on the board. We got a uh, sports talk with Coach Curry is always on nine nine o'clock on uh, on Tuesdays. Wild West like, podcast share, seven subscribe. Wild West podcast seven thirty on Wednesdays. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Lightning Fast Fantasy podcast on Wednesdays at nine thirty. And the 30 minute lockdown, Thursdays at 11 a.m. So, uh, like, comment, and subscribe as always. If you have not done so already, follow us on our social medias, Lockdown Divas on Twitter, Lockdown Divas Sports on Instagram. And if you need to email us, Sports at gmail.com is the avenue. In the meantime, between time, I appreciate everybody coming through in the chat today as always. 
Um, until next week, we'll see you when you see it. I'm Coach Kurt. I'm Coach Defense. That's Coach Kurt. Until next week, we'll see you when we see you. Step up and lock it down. <laughs>